0: Listening to the Mindful Biz podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Today, Prue Rocky joins us. She's the founder of Rock Naturals, a natural and sustainable oral care brand which is vegan, cruelty free, full of natural ingredients, and their tubes are biodegradable. Prue has cleverly intersected the ultimate modern sweet spot between the billion dollar beauty, wellness, and sustainability industries. Prue has a background in PR and marketing and is quickly establishing herself as the entrepreneur to watch. In this episode, we talk about Prue's very quick startup journey, ranging, branding, marketing, and distribution. Hi, Prue. Thanks for joining us here today. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm really well. I'm excited to be speaking to you because I absolutely love your product, which we'll get into in a moment. But before we do, I'd love you to introduce yourself to everyone.
1: Sure. My name's Prue Rocky. Um, I come from Melbourne and I'm the co founder of Rock Naturals.
0: Amazing. And what did you do before you launched the business?
1: So my background has been a mix of PR and sports marketing over the last 10 years, working um, for a range of lifestyle and um, kind of health and sports related companies, Um, anywhere from um, a communications agency in New York to marketing manager at Triple M. And kind of most recently before this, um, I was marketing manager of a fitness chain. So yeah, pretty varied, but always in that kind of um, health and wellness space. Yeah, right. Did you used to work long hours? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I mean, I was, you know, kind of just starting out in my career and um, in my 20s. And, you know, there's a lot of agency work involved and agencies have typically pretty long hours. And, you know, my first job in New York was particularly long hours.
0: Yeah, sure. Um,
1: But that's all part of the learning curve of, um, yeah, of growing your career, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. My, My husband's in advertising agency side and the hours are relentless because you're at the mercy of the client. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what was the inspiration for you
1: starting your own business? Um look, I've always wanted to start my own business. Um and there's been many ideas along the way, but nothing's really stuck. Um and it wasn't until I was going on maternity leave um, with my first daughter, Coco, who's now two and a half, um, that I kind of came across toothpaste. I was in the toothpaste aisle and I'd switched from a more of a kind of the chemically toothpaste, a traditional toothpaste to a natural. And the natural range was tiny. Um, and then I um, I tried a few and I was looking for something that was also sustainable and nothing existed. There just wasn't anything. Um and I kind of wondered, like, what? Well, why is that? You know, this was the time pre-COVID, and you know, climate change as sustainability was such a you know vocal um, conversation in the media, and and there were so many rallies going on. And I was like, well, why? Why is no one doing anything about toothpaste? If the whole you know the whole population of the world is using it twice a twice a day, why has no one got a sustainable solution for this? Um, and that's kind of where the journey started. Mm.
0: How many years ago did this journey commence?
1: So, well, it started when, you know, just I kind of started it probably two and a half years ago when Coco was born. Um, Fortunately, she was a good sleeper. So I just researched and researched and researched while my my little newborn slept. Um, And like I said, now she's two and a half. Yeah. um, And we've been open 10 months. So I guess the whole, probably a year and a half of research development and, and development. Yeah. I have to
0: say, you've moved very quickly. It's quite unusual for people to come up with a business idea in like a category they've got no experience in, with a newborn, and take it to market successfully that quickly. So you, your daughter must have been a very good sleeper.
1: <laughs> I'm just <laughs> yeah. Gonna, I think. Um, no, go on. I'm just a, um, yeah. It is. It is. A lot of people have said that to me. For me, it seemed like a long time. I guess I'm. I'm not a very patient person, maybe my dad can tell you that. Um, so for me it was just like crack on and get it done and, um yeah, I really enjoyed it, you know, it was a, you know, whole new industry to learn and, and things like yeah. that. So it was, you know, it was really enjoyable and I, yeah, just got it done I guess.
0: Okay, so now for the
1: people that haven't heard of
0: Rock Naturals, can you please explain yep. what the products are?
1: Sure. So Rock Naturals is a range of toothpastes. Um, that are natural in their formulation, so um, not as many chemicals or nasties as you might find in the traditional toothpastes. Um, It's also sustainable, which is one of our key points of difference. Um, Our tube is biodegradable, so it goes to landfill, but it breaks down in six years, and importantly, it doesn't break into microplastics. Our whole range is vegan certified um, and cruelty-free certified, Um, and we also have um, products that are vitamin-rich, such as B12 as well.
0: Wow. And there's three different types of toothpaste in the range. That's correct. Yeah. i just launched a new one.
1: Yep. And a toothbrush yep. as well.
0: Yep. Awesome. Wow. Okay. So the obvious question, or the obvious answer to my question, is how did you come up with Rock Naturals as the name?
1: Oh you know what, that was, it sounds easy because it's my, my surname surname is Rocky. Yeah. It sounds like that's such an easy thing to do, but we were going through with the trademark lawyers and trying to trademark all of these names. And there was about 50 names ahead of Rock Naturals. Um, and none of them (laughs) could get across the line and they were like, well, what about Rock? Like your last name? And we're like, oh yeah, that kind of works. Um, and it wasn't trademarked. So that's how it kind of began, but it seems like such a easy solution, but putting my name in it was never kind of the intention at the start. Yeah, it wasn't the first choice.
0: Oh, trademarking is so
1: difficult now
0: because there's so many businesses Uh, now and everyone's trademarked them.
1: It (laughs) is so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, Yeah, so, I mean, I'm glad we went down that route. I know people do trademarking. After they've launched, it become a headache. But um, yeah, now that it, now that it's rock, I could, can't imagine it being anything else because we you know we obviously use it in our, our copywriting and our language. And um, yeah, it's actually it's a really good name. I think. Yeah. In the end.
0: How did you go about researching into this industry in terms of like you know products, ingredients, formulation, yeah. packaging? I mean, I, I imagine that Google was a huge friend, um, but just give us a bit of a top line you know,
1: journey that you went through. Yeah, sure. So so I think when like the idea kind of came to me, I was questioning, you know, what's happening in oral care these days and why is it still so traditional and why is it still the same products as when I was a child? um, I started looking at trends overseas. Um, So in the US, you know, some trends had already started to occur. Obviously, the US is generally ahead of the curve in front of Australia. Um, and, you know, Colgate had bought out the fastest growing natural toothpaste company in America. So I knew natural toothpaste was, was a growing industry, um, and which made sense to me because I knew wellness was obviously booming here in Australia. So kind of getting validation in terms of where the market was going was really important for me. And then I kind of just went down a whole heap of kind of deep dives, Um, into specifically around the formulation. Um, So, you know, I looked at what the formulations were and I started asking, well, why aren't there more kind of wellness-orientated ingredients in these formulations? And then I would go down a little little, um, deep dive around that. So, for example, in one of our formulations, we have green tea um, and you can find an academic study around green tea from Harvard University and the benefits of oral care. So I kind of bring out these little nuggets of information um, and kind of just house them away until we got to the point of speaking to a manufacturer. Um, and at no point there was I um mixing toothpaste formulations in my bathroom or anything like that or in my kitchen. Um, you know, we knew that you know we needed to partner with um someone who had a lot of experience and we found a manufacturer um, in New Zealand who had has about 20 years experience in oral care. So we took these kind of nuggets of information and pieces of academic research and um and briefed them on what we wanted to do. And that's kind of how the process started.
0: Yeah. Wow, you still moved it through it so quickly. Incredible. Thank
1: you. <laughs> so how are you
0: currently marketing your business? I, I came across your brand through Instagram. Um, yep. Are you using Instagram as a primary platform for marketing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're 10 months in, so we're very much a startup. Um, yeah. You know, it's me and my husband, although he works full-time in another business. Um, so it's been a really lean plan, but Instagram and digital advertising has been our primary source of advertising. Um, we are very design oriented personally, me and my husband. So we always wanted a brand that looked really different from the competition. That was fun. It was vibrant. And I think that really shows um, on Instagram. Um, it really comes through and is um, very recognizable. Um, so that really works in our favor as well when we do our marketing.
0: Mm. Do you use an advertising agency for social media
1: ads or are you doing those yourself? Uh, Yeah, I definitely use, um, she's a freelancer uh, that I use. She works with a bunch of um, brands who have similar values, um, so either sustainable or ethical or kind of have a common purpose around that. Um, I know from previous jobs that, you know, the back end of a Facebook can be an absolute minefield and I have no intention of wasting half a day trying to get one ad right so I think it's I mean my kind of point of view my my thinking is always like kind of understand your weaknesses and get people to fill those plugs for you in the businesses in the business so um I know that i'm I'm no good at, at that thing that that so um that's why we've got a freelance on board doing that
0: yeah well it's a rolling change of functionality and algorithms as well you just can't pick and, up, especially if you've got yeah, a you can spend so much time on it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which are the most popular or which is the most popular variant in your toothpaste range?
1: Um, They're all, I think think the B12, uh, the vitamin B12 one is, um, but from a sales perspective they're all pretty similar surprisingly, but the vitamin B12 gets a lot of comments online because it's the first to market. (coughs) So for a bit of background background, um, the vitamin B12 product is um, specifically targeted at vegans, although I'm not a vegan and I brush with it because I love the taste. Um, vitamin B12 is best absorbed in the mouth. It's actually um, like under the tongue. Um, and there's an academic research at the USA to show that a vitamin B12 toothpaste is an effective way to supplement uh, B12 levels. Um, so because we're the first to market in Australia with that formulation, it gets a lot of comments and likes and shares online. Um, but from a sales perspective, they're all pretty similar. I mean, we've just launched our whitening with fluoride. Um, so it's hard to compare that one because we only launched a couple of weeks ago, but, um, yeah, they're kind of neck and neck at the moment, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Well, it'd be interesting to see how the fluoride goes because, Adding fluoride into formulation can be quite controversial, yeah. um, but we added it because, you know, um, we respect, you know, our customers' needs and wants and everyone is different in terms of their health priorities um, and we felt that having a fluoride product um, would diversify our range and, and mm. give our customers, you know, what they needed for their own health goals.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So you're about to be ranged throughout more than
0: 500 Coles stores. I mean, what an achievement in such a short space of time. <laughs> Tell me about it's it. it.
1: Yeah, so uh, today we actually just announced that we're going into 830 coal stores, which is pretty much every coal store in Australia. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's really exciting, and there's no one probably more <laughs> surprised than me um, that we could you know kind of get that across the line um, in our first year of operating. Um, and I think it just there's you know, Coles backing us is just um, us coming to market with a product that simply still isn't out there. There isn't another sustainable toothpaste product in the supermarket. So, you know, when we came to college with like, here's our product, these are all the pros and cons, this is how we're different. Um, I think they saw that, well, there isn't another sustainable toothpaste option that we can stock. So these guys are Australian-owned, they, you know, they manufacture in New Zealand, their tubes are sustainable um, and they backed us, which has been pretty amazing. So, yeah, today we launched, which is really exciting.
0: Wow. You would have really had to up your quantity, numbers with that so
1: anyone sorry you go no no you continue you were about to talk so if anyone knows um and this obviously the whole fmcg world is completely new to me but um you go through a range review which happens once a year so you have one chance at getting in um and the time you know, you have, well, I think we had a range review in October and it goes in store in kind of February or March. Um, but they let you know in kind of December or January if you get range. And anyone who's in kind of manufacturing or supply chain will know that's not enough time to put the order in once they say yes and get it delivered to store. So we just had to, um, you know, order, hundred, you know, thousands and thousands of tubes <laughs> and fill them and hope that we would get in um and lay out a lot of money in the hope that it would all go right and fortunately it did um but yeah there was a point where we were just like well we have just got to kind of put ourselves on line here and see what happens yeah, wow. otherwise if it doesn't go right then everyone's going to get toothpaste for christmas and, <laughs> yeah. and reason everything for the next 50 years oh my god um, what, what's the um what's it what's the expiry date on them like how long is the is the actually of- it's three years, which is actually um, which is a great product life yeah. um, time um, for a product. A lot of things are kind of 12 months, but worth three years, which is really helpful when you're... Um, yeah, well, I was just
0: thinking about, like, when <laughs> you said the quantities that you had to do, you've got three, well, I mean, you've got to sell them for three years, but, yeah, still a gamble, yeah. though. Good yeah. on you for doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we just, it was just one of those things where like, you know, if we're going to have a go at this, like we've just got to we are all in put ourselves up for it and yeah. see how it plays for out. Fortunately, it played in our favour.
0: Yeah. What would you say has been one of the hardest things about running your business so far?
1: Um, I think it's, you know, navigating, um, starting a business during COVID. Um, and I say that from, I just wasn't able to meet our suppliers or, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to develop a product that hasn't come to market, a formulation that hasn't been to market with packaging that hasn't been to market and I couldn't really meet anyone. Um, I was fortunate enough to, um, just as COVID hit, I um, flew over and met a manufacturer um, in New Zealand. Um, So I was able to meet them in person, but um, I just wasn't able to meet anyone else. And, um, you know, Zoom is obviously great, but being able to sit down and problem solve and discuss and talk in person, will always be a thousand times better, especially when you're kind of navigating complex complex tasks or asking your manufacturer or your packaging supplier to do something they haven't previously done. So, yeah, I would say kind of being cut off from all of my suppliers and being able to meet face-to-face has definitely been the hardest thing. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, you'll be able to do more travelling now as well. Although do you feel like now that you've
1: met them you don't need to go over again for a while? Uh, No, I'd just like to go see them. You know, I think, you know, we've obviously got past that, you know, I mean in terms of my manufacturer, we've obviously got past that initial um, problem-solving stage of formulations and things like that. But there's always, you know, something else that, you know, we've obviously got new things in product development we want to develop and um, I think the more face-to-face time we can get is always, you know, kind of the better. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. we're eagerly waiting for New Zealand borders to open so we can go over there and visit them and, and chat through what our plans are for the next 12 months. Yeah,
0: hopefully not too long. We've got to wait
1: what yeah, would you say
0: I, that you're most excited about in the next year I mean obviously Coles is a huge break um beyond Coles is there anything else that you're really focused on
1: yeah I mean we've got some great new products coming out to market um, that are sitting outside toothpaste um so obviously still in that oral care um realm but sitting outside toothpaste that also kind of haven't come to market before so that's really exciting for us um and then Even though we've launched, you know, um, our our tubes that are more sustainable than kind of any of the competition, we still feel like we have a lot of work to do um, in the sustainability space. So there's um, accreditations we're moving towards and in terms of our um, tracing our impact. There's a lot of work we want to do with that this year. So, um, yeah, I would say kind of fine tuning our sustainability practices this year as well is a huge priority for us. So
0: where can everyone find Rock Naturals? Obviously you can find it in Coles, um, online yep. at your website. If you can give everyone your yep. website details and Instagram handle that'd be great.
1: Yeah, our website is rocknaturals.com.au and our Instagram is rocknaturals.
0: Amazing. Prue, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so
1: much Alison, it's great to be part of it.